So what is the art of negotiation so you can get the best real estate deals in this market? We're going to go over that in this video because I talk to a lot of you guys, you know, at networking events, you reach out through the text community or, or through social media and you're asking me your, your deal flow has been going down like tremendously. You're, you're talking to sellers, but the response I keep getting from you guys is they just don't want to sell. Sellers don't want to sell. You know, we have seen a drop in active listings in the market and stuff like that. But sellers are still selling. There is still motivation in the market. Now here's the shift that has happened is sellers are numb to the old style of marketing that we used to do back in the day. We would crush it with a simple, Hey, are you looking to sell your house? We buy cash as is take care of closing costs. That was more than enough. That would close deals all the time. You know, we would send very basic postcards out that would say, my wife and I want to buy your house. My family and I want to buy your house. We were killing it with those. It didn't require that much, but through the years, as more and more people have gotten into real estate, as more and more wholesalers have gotten into real estate, it has made those style of, of selling and marketing much, much harder. So you got to shift the way you do your sales and the way you do your marketing. So in this video, I'm actually going to give you the five key points that we use every single day to close big deals. Most wholesalers are averaging 10 to $15,000 a wholesale deal. We average about 35,000 a wholesale deal. We've closed few recently for 90 and $110,000. Why? Because of these key points. So this is a time to shut off distractions, lean in, and I want you to take notes and really understand what it is that I'm telling you with these five points. So the question is always the same. How do I get into real estate investing? If I have no money, how do I find deals? How do I negotiate deals? How do I find contractors and manage rehabs? How do I get the money to even buy these houses, to hold these houses? How does a rental work? How do you manage a rental? How do you manage tenants? How do you borrow money? How do you borrow money with almost no interest? How are all these things done and how are they done the right way? Well, I am John Barbera, and this is an investor's journey where we share with you how to invest in real estate the right way and how to get into it with no money, how to do this with real tactics that are working today in the market that we're in right now with things that we are personally doing. So welcome to the show. Point number one, what's going to help you throw away the script and be better when you're talking to sellers is stop making it about the deal and make it about the seller. All right. When you are speaking to sellers, try to think about them, the issues they're going through, try to dig deeper into their problems and offer solutions. Be that person that's there to solve their problem. That's where the big money is made in real estate. You are a problem solver in this business. You're not closing deals. You're not wholesaling properties. You are solving sellers problems. That is everything you need to think about when you are getting on the phone. Every time I talk to you guys and you tell me, you know, I don't know what to ask. I don't know what to say. It's because you're not thinking about the seller. You're thinking about you. You're trying to go to that next level, that next question in the, in the script. What's that next question? How do I move through the script and lock this up? And you never take the time to put the seller first and dig deeper on each and every point that they have. Number two is curiosity. You gotta have more curiosity. Anytime 
they say anything, you have to be like, hmm, what, what does that mean? You know, and ask them, what do you mean by this? What do you mean by that? So can you expand on this a little bit more? It, be curious because you never know what little thread you're going to be able to pull on that unravels their whole motivation. Every time somebody tells you whatever their initial motivation is of why they want to sell the house, that's usually very surface level motivation. There's usually something much deeper that they haven't even realized yet, or maybe they know they just don't want to tell you whatever it may be, but there's always something much deeper. And that much deeper one is what gets you that better and bigger deal. Number three, active listening. What do I mean by active listening? Stop reading the script when you're talking to seller. You, you're speaking to a seller just like you would speak to any other person, anywhere that you go, anybody networking, whoever it is, you're not interrogating people. All right. Get rid of that concept. Start being active and listening when you're speaking to these sellers. So what do I mean by active listening? You're not taking notes. We use, uh, Resimply is a CRM that we use. It records every single phone call that we make. Even if we do direct mail or anything, anytime somebody calls us back, it comes to those phone numbers and it's a recorded line. I don't need to take notes. Listen to what they're telling you. Because there's so many times because you're writing down notes or you're reading your script that you actually miss a very key, important information that they gave you that you, you, you didn't ask deeper questions on because you weren't listening. All you were doing is writing down whatever you thought was important, or maybe looking at your script to see what's next. What do I ask next? What do I bring up next? And you're not listening to this person. And guess what? Sellers can feel this. When they are not being listened to, they can tell because they just, they're telling you stuff and you're kind of moving on to the next point where if you're like, oh, okay, well, well, that's interesting. Tell me more about that, you know, or yeah, I, I can see how that's an issue. Now, what other issues has that caused? So you go a little bit deeper into whatever it is that they were talking about. And when you do that, they connect better, whether they know it or not, because they feel like they're being listened to. And when they feel like they're being listened to, they're a lot more likely to open up. I hear this so much when it's like, oh, when I, I when I gave them the offer, I lost the deal, right? Like the offer just wasn't it. Like you lost the deal at the beginning of the conversation. I do a lot of call reviews with my students and the majority of them are lost at the beginning of the conversation. You never built that connection and that trust with the seller early on in the conversation. That's why you lost them later because the whole time you never had them the whole time they had their guard up. They were protecting themselves. They were making sure that you weren't going to get one over on them. And all this is because you did not take the time to build the trust and rapport that is required for them to open up with you. And the way you do that is by being an active listener. They say something respond accordingly. They talk a lot, respond in the moment, like, right. Okay. Oh, I see. Right. Don't be so eager to jump in with your question or to interrupt or to be like, oh yeah, me too. Because this one time I did, nobody cares about you. It's not about you. Remember point number one, it's all about them. Right? So whatever they say, if they want to keep talking, if they want to keep going, let them go, let them get comfortable with you. The more comfortable they get, the more they're going to give you. Number four is you're going to be helping them realize their issues. So a lot of you think that you are asking all these questions. So you know how bad their situation is. So you can submit the offer. You're going to know that anyway, but what we want to make sure we do 
is let them realize how bad things are. If you can do that, if you can get them to understand and see how bad their situation is, because a lot of people, they'll, they'll like for foreclosures, right? We do foreclosures a lot. And it's one of those things that's like, yeah, I know I'm in foreclosure and the bank is going to take it and this and that, you know, and you know, whatever, if they want to take it, it's like, really, whatever, if they want to take it. Well, let me ask you this. How is the foreclosure going to affect you? I it really won't. No, having a foreclosure on your record won't affect you. Well, I'm sure it's going to affect me a little bit. Where do you think it's going to affect you? Right? Maybe getting a car loan. Do you think it's going to affect you there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Getting another house. Yeah. Okay. Maybe applying for a rental. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It'll affect you there for sure. You know, so now that you're looking at all these areas that's going to affect you, are you sure that's the best option for you? Because if they, if you let it go where they say, oh, I don't care, let the bag take it, and you don't dig deeper into the consequences and help them understand how deep these consequences are, they really do think that, eh, let the bank take it. What's the worst that can happen? It's like, no, it, it does get worse. There are really bad consequences. Here they are. Do you see that these are bad consequences? Right. We want them to understand these consequences. We want them to understand how bad it can get, you know, because once they understand it, it becomes a point of help me stop this. Not how much can you offer? Right. It, it, it no longer becomes a discussion about price, but rather a discussion about solutions. And that's, again, where you get big deals. And key number five, it is never about the price. Never about the price. It's what the price can get them. So what do I mean by this? If people say, no, they just didn't like the price. No, they just didn't feel that the price you offered them was enough to solve their problem. I have picked up a property, but well, one recently we just picked up. It was on the MLS for $235,000. We picked it up for 160. Why? Because for 160, we were able to solve this seller's dilemma that he thought he needed $235,000 for. This is a hell of a deal for us right now. Why? Because we realized it was not about the price. It never is. It's about what do they feel that getting that price is going to solve for them. And if we can show them, we can solve that. We can take care of all this and you're going to have money left over. They don't care what price that is. As long as they know what it is. That's why when we make offers, we don't typically say, you know, hey, we're going to give you 165 grand or 160 grand or 100,000. What we say instead is you're going to walk away with 40,000 in your pocket, with 50,000 in your pocket, because sellers don't understand sometimes the closing costs and all this. A lot of times they think it's so much higher. They think they need to ask for this astronomical number because when it's all said and done, they're going to get this little tiny number down here. So what we're saying is like, Hey, I'm guarantee you walk away with this much money done. They're like, yeah, that sounds amazing. We had a guy recently where he was asking, let me, he was asking for like 75 grand. Right. And we were at like 55. And it was like, you know, he's like, oh, no, I'm not taking any low off or this and that. So what we thought about, because we didn't submit the, the 55, he told us that like 60 wasn't going to work and stuff like that. 
We said, well, look, here's what we can do. We can actually uh, make sure you walk away with $30,000. He's like, whoa, really? We're like, yeah, yeah, $30,000 in your pocket. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Why? Because he thought because of his mortgage, closing costs, and everything, for him to walk away with $30,000 or more, he needed to sell for seventy grand. You understand? Like, he didn't know what the numbers broke down to. So we were able to realize exactly what it was that he needed and give him that. And it didn't matter. And at that point, we contracted for 55 grand because with the 55 was enough to take care of everything and put 30 grand in his pocket. But he didn't know that. And when we gave him the 55 grand, he didn't even care. He didn't even say, oh, but I wanted 70 because he was walking away with 30 grand. He was happy with that. So it's not about the price. So if you found this valuable, make sure you give me a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel as I keep releasing more and more of these types of videos on sales tactics, trainings, acquisitions, fix and flips, whatever it is you want to learn. You can just text me the word YouTube to 210-794-9898 and let me know what it is you want me to cover. Anything you tell me, I'll create a video, I'll create some training around it, and it's 100% free. You never pay for anything. All you got to pay for is just give me a thumbs up and a subscribe. It means the world to me. So catch you all in the next one.